Disappointment is a man's best friend. Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. Alright, mate. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, thanks. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. How's your week been? Um, how has it been? Busy. Uh, tiresome, but fun. Uh, quite a lot's happened. Again, like I feel like it's a running theme at the moment, but there's some <laughs> stories to tell there, aren't there? Um, yep, yeah, some that I can, some that I can't tell. Um, <laughs> oh, the, our poor listeners are missing out on what is the juiciest bit of gossip. <laughs> well, some... I mean, some things are private. <laughs> some things uh, I don't mind spilling my beans about. <laughs> oh, I feel like that look we just exchanged won't translate particularly well onto a podcast, but there was a moment there where just looked at each other and Harry, I think you were kind of saying, just stop, but also didn't quite know where to go from there. Yeah. Uh, so it, I'll leave it. It'll be all right. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I can... I can I'll, I'll be... You know, mostly honest. Um, so what what's happened? Uh, Thursday I went on a bit of a mad one, fully um, mad one. It was fully mad. It was uh, an event at a um, agency called Mox, um, and they're really great. I think they're quite new. They've only been going for about a year and a half, and um, it was just a bit of a kind of party in an underground kind of basementy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mate DJ'd. He was really good. Played some like dance uh music yeah <laughs> um what's it called uh that, that Drum and bass. Like chicago um house fast feet dance feet dance hall stuff i don't i can't remember the stuff um footwork footwork Bit I, of that stuff i heard um, about i i have no idea what that is but i heard about it on adam buxton's podcast oh really he was talking to simon pegg and he said they were talking about sharing music with their uh, kids, and Adam Buxton said he tries to get his son to listen to like Bowie and whatever, but he's mm. just really into was it Chicago footwork? Yeah, yeah, I think it was originated there. Yeah, and neither ago. of them really knew what it was. I have never heard of that before. Really? Which, shame on me. I mean, how I've, can I sit here and talk about music? I think every it week? was like the original kind of music for b boys and stuff. That's that's where it started. I think it's new. It's like a new thing. I don't know how new it is. Um, I thought it was a bit of an eighties thing. It might have had a bit more of a a rework recently. I could be completely wrong. I'd, I'd have to get Joe on one day, which was <laughs> planned, um, and it fell through. But uh, yeah, just some really good music being played. Um, many drinks had a free bar, lovely stuff. I mean, we all got our wallets out with just like three beers and like a gin and tonic yeah. or something. They was like, no, it's the free. The, the look on our faces when we just knew I haven't got to yeah. spend anything tonight or put anything on the works did you Can't. did you play it cool do you know what I did nice really I mean like, what five or six bottles of beer a yeah. couple of pints before but I mean basically the night went on for such a long time um, including some raucous displays by me <laughs> on the dance floor um it didn't the night didn't end ended up going back to their their offices and stuff and i went straight back to work at about half seven in the morning um from there didn't sleep 
Um, yet I wasn't hung over the next day because I kind of stopped drinking at about one. Nice. I don't know how I made it through. I actually didn't sleep until 5.30 on Friday. I can think of a substance that might have helped. <laughs> no, I have no idea how. Um, and <laughs> I hate you. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so Friday, woke, uh, went to sleep about half five, woke up Saturday at about half seven. So I fully just got all the rest out of the way. hours sleep is that? Yeah, didn't, wow, didn't wake up once. I know, it's amazing. I thought, surely if I go to bed this early, I'm just going to wake up at like four <laughs> and this is going to be weird. But no, yeah. just kind of woke up perfectly and like, I haven't been up at half seven on a Saturday morning for no. what did it 13 look like? years. It was quiet. Really, really, really <laughs> quiet. Like everyone was asleep still. It was dark still. Yeah. It, it feels completely different to a weekday half seven. Yeah, because it's this sort of hinterland where you're yeah. not supposed to be. Yeah. It's almost like um, when you're a kid and you were like up late and you're like, oh my God, this is exciting and weird to be at, up yeah. at this time. It's the sort of inverse of that as an adult. It's like, why am I up at Yeah, especially when you were like actually awake because I didn't have any alarms or anything. Yeah. So I just woke up by myself and I remember just being like, oh, I'm, a- yeah. I'm awake. I mean, you would be after that time. But it feels like if you go and do normal things and someone catches you. You're going to yeah. be, like, a bit embarrassed. That you're Sorry. Be, but they'll be like, why are you up this early? I don't really know. <laughs> but you can't just go and, like, happily just make yourself some breakfast. Or at least I don't in my house. No. I'm up at that time. No. Um, but, yeah, that was... I mean, a few other things have happened, but that was uh, pretty much the highlight. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me, really. Tim, how's your week been? What have you my been week's to? been good. I had, like, a... A nice uh, sort of weekend in London doing a bit of exploring. You kind love of an exhibition now, don't you? Oh, yeah. I went to a really, really good one this week as well, actually. It was... Um, what's her name? Meek. No, that that <laughs> is my girlfriend. Um, but no, it was uh, Yayoi Kasami. Kasama? Of course, yeah. Uh, you don't know who yeah. that is. She's a Japanese uh, visual artist. Um, do you know those kind of... They look like sort of massive ceramic spotty peppers. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think you would not recognise them if you saw them because they're very they're very Instagram. Um, okay, one second, I'll just pull up a picture for you. Interesting. Okay, I've just showed you Harry. Uh, do you know those things? Not uh, not in the slightest. It's reminiscent of something that I might have seen, but yeah. I haven't seen those things. Okay, well, she's really really cool. Um, Japanese lady who's been making crazy crazy uh, stuff for. I think 30 years, 40 years, something like that. But these are her latest works. Um, so they're, they're kind of these immersive rooms that you go in. And it's, mm. um, it's like RT Willy Wonka. Yeah, all kind of otherworldly. Um, but really, really interesting, really cool. So uh, I really enjoyed that. Highly recommend it. It was at the Where was it? Yeah. Uh, Victoria Miro Gallery, yeah. I think. Something like that. Um, Good place. Yeah, down by Old Street. Um, nice. So that was good. Um, then got soaked because it rained all weekend. Yeah. Went down to Coles, Coal Drops Yard. Coles Drops Yard? Coles Drops Yard. It's like down by King's Cross. Okay. So this new sort of shopping district. They've kind of, they've converted all the... New? Yeah. Like, But it's like old stuff. The, the buildings are really old. It's like where they used to, the coal trade, essentially. So where coal used to get brought right. into the city so it's all these kind of cool little warehouse things that knocked them all so through. is it on the Thames uh, yeah near it okay. um, and they've got one of those like gas towers that they've put all flats in and stuff it looks really cool 
Um, okay. Enjoyed that. Yeah, just like a good weekend. Got a bit kind of Christmassy vibes. Yeah. No, the lights have gone up in uh, yeah. on Piccadilly. Yeah, and I had some mince pies. Went and saw the Grinch. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? I fell asleep. <laughs> I don't oh, really, really know what happened. Um, I re- very much enjoyed that it started and ended with a Tyler track and on the big okay. sound system. Um, it Give went off. Um, but what happened in the middle, not so sure. <laughs> also, me and Meek were the only two people in the whole cinema. <laughs> okay. Did Meek watch it? Yeah, she liked it. Okay. I, what I saw I've was really good. Yeah, I've heard that it's um, kind of a bit pointless. Like it, it, it tells the story that we all know. Um, but then again, you know the Grinch. You know how he is. So it's only really going to tell one story. He doesn't like Christmas. He yeah. probably comes around near the end. But it was, yeah, I think it was good. It was a bit weird at the very beginning. Although I knew it wasn't Jim Carrey, still when he started talking, I was like, why isn't this voice is wrong? <laughs> yeah. Like, Cumberbatch, just, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, okay. Yeah, great soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the only reason why I'll maybe see it. I think that was a big draw for us. Yeah. I must be honest. I, I'm not sure. Really good tunes as well. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure loads of the, there's loads of other good ones in there, but I've heard two Tyler ones and I really love them both. Yeah. Really, they kind really of good. work as standalone Tyler tracks as well. Yeah. Or it's like 25, 25, 25, 25. <laughs> it's it's so like good. That you're a bad banana. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, a good week all in all. Got some new shoes nice. as well. Should point those out. Yeah. Because um, I know regular listeners will know that um, I've had some mishaps trying to buy trainers in the past um, that Harry has laughed at. These I not laughed at. You laughed at when I bought some pink ones. I shouldn't be one to laugh at pink <laughs> shoes. <laughs> um, I think you might have laughed last time I tried to buy some leopard print shoes as well. But I've gone mm. again. What a prick I am. We go again. Vans leopard print this time and thoughts. I like them. Nice, cheers. Yeah, I do. I mean, I mean, they're quite they're dark, so they're not offensive in any way. They're not. Yeah. You know, they're they're pretty standard. I like them. Cheers, mate. No worries. <laughs> nice. Have you got a musical highlight of the week? I do actually. Um, my musical highlight actually comes from a film that I've been putting off for quite a while because it hasn't interested me. <laughs> um, it's called We. Are your friends? I think um, the because we yeah that's the title ah. track. Um, okay. So if you can watch the trailer for it, you you'll get everything you need to know for what it is. It's Zac Efron uh, plays I think Max or something. No James. I don't know. As matter. someone who knows a bit more about films, thoughts on Zac Efron? I quite like him. Is I I just assumed he would be considered as being crap. Yeah. But Mark Kermode, who's a very well known. Yeah. film critic here in the UK really likes him and he's always sort of back backs him up a little bit and, um, yeah be- even, when, even when he makes a bad film he's like I know he's a good actor because he's I just think let himself he's, down on this one I think he's defeated the whole you know he started with basically High School Musical sexy teen yeah yeah, and that's all he was and I think he's he's done he's he's chosen some good roles in recent years that have kind of combated that so he he did that um, Neighbours and Neighbours 2 I think we call it something different in the UK uh, with Seth Rogen Bad na- Bad Neighbours I think we Bad call it yeah. not just Neighbours no, I, I think in America it was called Neighbours oh really yeah no, it's because we've got Neighbours yeah Australian, <laughs> even though it's so- Australian it's still probably more bigger here yeah Um, and he's he just the, the thing I like about him is he's a bit like Shia LaBeouf he he knows who he is 
right. and he kind of rolls with it and he takes the piss out of himself a little bit. A bit he knows a, he's kind of a teen heartthrob. A bit of a Justin Timberlake type. Yes, I would say that. And okay. it turns out he can actually act as well. Okay. And in this, you know, he's nothing special. Um, the film's nothing special, but it's it's just good. Like, it's, it's one of them ones where you won't tell everyone to watch it, but it does what it says on the tin. Yeah. Um, which is basically a film about a up-and-coming DJ who wants to kind of create the big tune, and it's about his journey in realising how to not just progress in music, but progress in life. Like, he's a 23-year-old. Uh, he kind of becomes friends with this guy that he's idolised in the in the past as, like, a huge uh, artist. Mm. And he kind of befriends him, brings him in, teaches him the ropes a little bit, gives him tips and things. And, yeah. you know, he learns things on the way. Some stuff happens to him, kind of between his friends and family and stuff like that. And it's it's just kind of a, little, a nice, interesting ride. But the, the reason why it was my highlight is because there was a track in the middle of it. And he's basically also, it's got, what's her name in it? Who was in the Blurred Lines video? Emily Ratajkowski, who is sensationally beautiful. Um, Not my type. N- nor mine, but I can appreciate that she is. <laughs> uh, she's actually a very, very good actress. I shouldn't say it, actually. Um, but, you know, as far as I was c- concerned, she was just a model. Um, but she's a really good actress as well. Mm. Um, passable, at the very least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was this uh, little moment where he kind of explains what it is about capturing a crowd when you're a DJ and he talks about BPM and the kind of golden rules about these things and he goes through a different few tracks on that and then there's this bit when he's like but one 128 is where it's the closest you can get to the beating heart and blah 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 and then it shows all these people dancing and then like 127 turns to 128 and this track kicks in and it's the kind of you'll hear it when I play it it's mm. this certain bit in the track where it just boof and I remember the whole... I mean, there was some good music in the whole thing. Yeah. But it was just this tiny little track that was probably only 20, 30 seconds played. I was like, oh my God, I love that song. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It, it was a sample used, I think, actually. Okay. And I like when those things are infused with kind of dance music with like old yeah. 80s, 70s samples and stuff. So I think that hit the spot. But um, the track is uh, by Fake Blood uh, and it's called I Think I Like It. Um, let's just play the track. Cool. And uh, you will come back.
there we go. I think I like it by Fake Blood and Tim. Do you like it? Uh, I did like it. Yeah, it's um, it's got that kind of avalanches kind of fun bounce to it. Um, obviously a bit dancier than most things I would go for. But yeah, I was I was into it. I can imagine being at a festival and that coming on. The the thing that really got me into I remember that night I'd finished the film. I found the song from Shazam. I went downstairs to like do my washing up and I just listened to it on repeat for like three yeah. or four times. And then I went and found the soundtrack just to listen to some dance music and stuff. And I just feel like it felt like I had this completely new appreciation for like music that I don't really listen to or like yeah. just dance music. Like I'm all, I'm quite against it sometimes for no reason. Whereas, you know, I just had a few nights where I was dancing along to this stuff I'd never heard. It was a little bit similar, I guess, at times. Um, and I was just like, you know what, there's a real place for this. And yeah. uh, the people that are able to make it and stuff, there's, they really know what they're talking about. Like, There's a difference sometimes to, you know, making a song to reach certain people emotionally or just to make something that you think sounds good and blah, blah, blah. But then there's a whole new skill in trying to make... 10,000 people react to the same way yeah and I think enjoy themselves I think it's the kind of music that only really lends itself to an immersive yeah. experience yeah so if you if it's not all encompassing if it's just a standalone thing accompanying you know driving or you know walking down the street it can just seem a bit weird and a bit annoying out of place yeah yeah whereas if you're if you're totally in it like in you know I've been in clubs and stuff like that where the music isn't for me, generally mm. speaking, but because you're there, you really, really feel it, or festivals, or... And, you know, maybe even that movie a little bit. It's like... Mm. It's it's the whole thing, so... Yeah. It, I mean, there were bits as well where they were going to, like, music festivals and stuff, and that was their, like... Yeah. That was their life. They they loved going there and stuff, and... Yeah, I mean, it was, just, it was mainly just getting me excited for Glastonbury. I've had a few of those uh, days in the last couple of weeks where I've just yeah. been suddenly just really buzzing for Glastonbury and really know, like knowing all certain things I want to do this year that I didn't in the past and stuff. And it just got me excited for a few things. I've even I've even started a DJ set. Bloody hell! Yeah, I mean, a while ago I had to do that DJ and didn't I? But oh, yeah. I was too scared because I wasn't prepared enough, so I just did yeah. a playlist. Um, and now I'm like, no, I really want to like get into this kind of music so I can create a, I, I basically just want to play that track somewhere <laughs> that's essentially it um, but that is my highlight of this cool. week Tim uh, what's yours? mine so do you ever have that thing where you're just like walking along and you're singing a little line or a little hook from something you don't even really know what the song is or where it's come from but it's just going round and round and round in your head and you just cannot get rid of it well this week I didn't have that actually but Meek had it. And um, so all day on Saturday, she kept on singing this line, or these two lines. Um, and it got to the point where, even though I'd never even heard the song, it was all, all of a sudden in my head as well. It was like something about it was so earwormy and catchy and slightly annoying, but slightly good as well. Um, so after like three hours of wandering around London, just singing this thing over and over again, looked it up, looked up the lyrics that we thought might be the lyrics and found that it was actually this really cool little tune called Forever by an artist called Claro. Are you aware uh, of Claro? She started in her bedroom, right? Like, yeah, she's a, so she's from Carlisle, Massachusetts, not Carlisle, north of England. <laughs> um, uh, 20 years old and shot famed last year mm. with a song called Pretty Girl, which was um, recorded... 
as you say, in her bedroom, put on YouTube, and got 22 million views pretty damn quickly. She was almost like the poster girl for the, a kind of a new movement, like bedroom pop, I think yeah. it was. Or very DIY. lo-fi, very um, sort of stylized, yeah. um, quite stripped back. That pretty girl song is actually, I'm not, I had to listen to it and I don't really like it that much. I, okay. Um, but since then, obviously on the back of getting such a, such buzz, um, she signed record deal with Fader, um, has dropped a few singles and the most recent one was on the Skate Kitchen soundtrack that I talked about a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, so... Was this the collaboration she did? I think she collaborated with somebody yeah, yeah, did that, something similar. Or... I think that was the one that's on Skate Kitchen. That's not the song I'm going to play, actually. Okay. Uh, this is just called Forever. It's just her. Um, but it's really, really cool. Uh, it It's not a million miles away from a lot of things that are out there. Do you remember Dunia, who I was playing quite a lot on the show last year with um, East Coast Hiding? There's very much that kind of thing. It's, again, that I suppose there's a movement of female, slightly poppy artists who, um, they're certainly influenced by Lord. Whether or not it all comes from her, I don't know. But there's a movement that Lord definitely triggered that is still going on. Um, a bit of Robin in there as well, that kind of thing. Um but we watched a couple of like little videos of her, little interviews. She seems really cool. She seems really sweet. Yeah. Um, I think she's got a massive future ahead of her because you can just tell. There's people who can like do the press stuff and like are really sort of giving in the way they do it, and it's just like people are going to take to you. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna catch a lot of people's attention on that front. Um, and I think it's a really good tune. I've listened to it a few times since then, and I really enjoy it. So I'd like to see your thoughts on it, Harry. It's called Forever, and it's by Claro. Are you gonna be around for me to count on? 
there you have it. That was Claro with Forever. Harry, did you have any thoughts on that one? Uh, it was kind of chill, kind of nice. Um, I don't think I fully... I'll have to listen to more. I don't think I fully love her voice as much as I do the music surrounding. Yeah. Um, that might just be the tune itself, though. Like, it's it's nice enough that I would go and listen to more. Yeah. I shouldn't say nice enough. It's something I'm interested in uh, to go and dig out a bit more. I've heard a few things in the past, kind of the earlier stuff. Yeah. And I've heard a little bit of the things she did with, I think, Kiko, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think a really interesting artist, somebody to keep keep her eyes on. For sure. For I think sure. this time next year she could be a big name. Big name. Nice. Well, that brings to a close our musical highlights of the, the week. So when 2018 started, some 11 months ago now, blimey, does it feel like 11 months to you, Harry? Yes, it feels like the longest year ever. (laughs) I actually think it feels like quite a long year as well. You know, people always get to December and it's like, oh, it's just with by. Like when I think back to January and February of this year, God, it feels like a long time ago. Think how difficult for us. I think we'd said it on the podcast, I can't remember, but our February, March was. Yeah, I mean... Maybe it's just that trauma extends Yeah, things. possibly the most traumatic years or months we'd ever had, and it feels like that was centuries ago. Yeah. Yeah, so 2018 <laughs> hasn't whizzed by, but when we started, um, I seem to remember at the very beginning of the year, maybe we even did an episode about things we were looking forward to. Mm. I in meant the year. to dig it out for this, but I didn't. In the year. Uh, it's fine. We can uh, sort some out, but one of the things that was very, very high on our list was a new Vampire Weekend album. We were all but certain that we were going to get one. Yeah. And we were patiently waiting and have continued to patiently wait. And now it seems we're not going to get one. No. We've just about got confirmation that it's not coming this year. Maybe the beginning of next year. I think, personally, January. Do you know why I think I think, personally, they're taking my piss. Yeah, it's I mean, they are about a the decade. Best. The thing is, they've the reason why I thought it was going to be the end of this year is because I think every album's come out in like October, November, or January. Mm-hmm. So it only leaves us with January left. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, that news came in a week where we've heard quite a lot about things getting pushed back. Kanye West's new uh, project Yandy also being pushed back to next year, yeah. and. Um, while that's one that we haven't been waiting on quite as intently, um, it still counts as a little bit of a disappointment from the year. Yeah. We spend a lot of time talking about the things we're excited by and the things we love and the things which are making us happy. We spend less time talking about the things that disappoint us. And make us sad. Yeah. And now, like a pair of passive-aggressive parents who aren't angry, we're just disappointed. <laughs> we're going to run through a few of the things uh, that, was nice. that have stuck out to us this year. And Harry, would you like to take the floor first? Yeah, did you write that? Or did no, you just that make was that straight up? off the top of my head. Mate, 
Things are looking up for you. <laughs> You're going to be on some TV show before we know it. Can't wait. Um, yeah, I do have one next, actually, and you you didn't quite touch on it, but you did. Uh, we talked about Vampire Weekend and how we were kind of looking forward to that, and one of the reasons why was because it felt like um, it's been a while since we've had something new from one of the, you know, the classics. Classics for us anyway, like the the bands that we were listening to when we were kids that, that got us into a lot of stuff and yeah, um, people like Vampire Weekend, The Strokes, Foles, Maccabees, Bugs Monkeys, all of that stuff, and it, that was what we were kind of holding on to. Yes, and another bands that are almost forgotten in a way, um, we're also holding on to an album of theirs, and that was Arctic Monkeys, and now. I talked a lot about how much I love this record, and I really do love this record. Um, Tranquility Base, Hotel and Casino we're talking about, yeah, yeah, of course. And even just saying it, I get a bit of a buzz. I've got my record over there. I, I love that I bought it. Um, there's the, It It kind of spoke to me in certain way. Not spoke to me, um, but it, it delivered in some things that I was really happy with. You know, It was this standalone project that I really liked. Um, but I guess the disappointment... And it is there, alongside loving it, is that we didn't get the classic Arctic Monkeys banger, the 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 rock tune that will keep us going for the next four or five years until the next one comes out. Yeah. Um. You know, and we've had we've kind of had that with. I think every other album. Nearly has had, every album. Normally, the lead single, even. You know, when you think of Crying Lightning coming out. The rest of the album yeah. that followed wasn't necessarily in the same vein, but that felt like a big one to latch on to didn't it get yeah. your teeth into and you know that album ended up being my favourite of theirs and you know especially first two albums arguably yeah filled with those kind of things and then Suck and See I kind of ignore but Are You Mine obviously had or yeah. AM even uh, had those kind of tracks those really they really dug deep and they, they were really yeah big tunes uh, and I guess this didn't really you know as much as it had great things for another you know, side of me, it didn't really have anything else to offer for the 14, 15 year old in me. Um, yeah. I know at that age, I would not have been happy with this album. I would have been distraught with it and maybe like Humbug, something that would have grown on me. Um, the mature me does still love it, but part of me wanted that kind of rawness back. Yeah. Um, which a lot of Arts and Monkeys fans would like. I, th- I think there is going to be a lot like me who do really like the album, but kind of also want something a bit more meaty. Meaty. Yeah, I think uh, you know I wouldn't be quite as generous to it as I think you potentially have been. Um, what I would say is, as an Arts and Monkeys fan, if another album came out in say eighteen months' time, something like that. I'd say, yeah, you know, that was fine. But if this is, you know, in a the lifespan, in a full album lifespan, you know, we're talking two, three years down the line before we get another Arctic Monkeys album, I'm going to say, that wasn't good enough to keep us going for this long. But would you say this is your least favourite album of all of those? Yeah, by quite a distance. Ah, oh, no, second season at the bottom. I mean, to be honest, I don't, I'd probably... It was a rehash of loads of submarine tracks. It, it seemed really half-arsed, that, that one. I feel like that is will forever go down as one of my least favourite albums from my favourite bands. Yeah. But that's for another time. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, I'm just going to play 
a song from AM actually uh, <laughs> because because there's no good ones. Well, on. no, 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 not at all. <laughs> I just want to highlight um, yeah. what kind of thing we were maybe wanting. Uh, and I wouldn't even say that this track that I'm going to go is is one of their bangers, but it was from a B-side. And I'm kind of hoping that maybe they'll do, like, a few extra bits on the side and maybe they'll make something. I doubt it. Um, but I'm going to play uh, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off With You, which was, wasn't on the album, but came out around that time. Good it was tune. on the single of uh, Why Do You... Why'd you only call me when you're high? Um, which is a big tune as well. But uh, let's play this one. It's a bit cool. Go for it. Open sesame. We've to go. We've people to see. Let's go to There's all sorts of shapes that I bet you can make when you had to escape. Say the word. Well, I know that getting you alone isn't easy to do. Exception of you, I dislike everyone in the room And I don't wanna lie, but I don't wanna tell you the truth Get the sense that you're on the move And you'll probably be leaving soon So I'm telling you Stop the world, cause I wanna Stop the world! I wanna get off with you. By Arctic Monkeys. Um, Tim, what were you disappointed about this year? Well, uh, I like to think that we, Harry, are kind of men about town. We like to get out there. 
We'd like to go and see some gigs. We do. Get out there in the world. We like the world. Be part of the throbbing heart of a crowd. Um, a piece of the puzzle. So when <laughs> things go on sale, um, there's always that little lingering bit of FOMO, right? Mm. I know you're a guy who suffers with FOMO. Yeah, that's why some of the buys I've made in the last yeah. couple of years have been pretty strange because yeah. I don't want to miss out. So for people who don't know, that means fear of missing out. FOMO. Yeah. But what happens when you do indeed mo? <laughs> it's it's terrible. And this year there have been a few shows and things like that which, for whatever reason, I wasn't at but I really, really wish I had been. Um, and they undoubtedly have to go down as a disappointment. This weekend, in fact, was very much one of them because um, Camp Flognor was going on over in yeah. LA and it looks fucking brilliant. Kids see ghosts absolutely smashing I it. I know, I imagine that. It's ridiculous that we could not be there. Yeah. Um, Brockhampton. Flames it. flying everywhere. Brockhampton looks really good. Even Tyler looked brilliant. Yeah. Sensational, actually. Rex, like, his set, like, such huge sing-alongs from what I could tell. Mm. Um yeah, very, very disappointing to not be there. But there's one that really, really sticks in my mind, and it happened um, way, way closer to home. Um, one of the bands who have kind of re-emerged in my consciousness had a huge revival this se- this season. It's not football. <laughs> <laughs> this year. Um, have been MGMT. Uh, yeah. Their album, Little Dark Age... Um, really kind of reignited my interest in that band um i'd kind of just written them off as a sort of one hit wonder from many many years ago yeah um everyone did yeah but when that came out we both fell in love with it straight away um and it's one that i haven't stopped listening to all year they played somerset house in london and sadly i didn't even know that was happening until it had already sold out but it's one that regularly maybe even once a week i think oh fuck's sake I really wish I'd been there it's such an awesome venue it was right in the heart of the summer and like just being there I can just imagine it was just the best gig ever Mm. and it really really bugs me that I wasn't there I think they're playing on the 10th of December in London but are they playing a big outdoor lovely sunny glorious day I mean global warming's mad but it's not going to get that mad it's not going to get that mad at all um it would have been a bit of a dream to have seen them at Somerset House, I think. Glastonbury next year, do you reckon? Yeah, easy. We'll be um, and maybe the 10th of December, wherever the hell they're playing. I really <laughs> should keep... Maybe I'll join a mailing list after this, because yeah. I really should keep tabs on their tour dates much better Who than Whoever thought we'd want to be on their mailing list, like, how many years ago? Yeah. But they really did surprise us. They really, really did. Um, and actually, the song I'm going to play comes from one of their sort of quote-unquote lost albums Mm. one of the ones that i never gave time at the time but um i now having had my interest reignited have gone back and loved it's the closing track on congratulations that came out in 2010 and it is of course called congratulations so i'm gonna play it here it is Demonstration 
So that was MGMT. Harry, do you have another complaint for us? Uh, I do, and it's another thing we've slightly touched on. Um, I don't really know how to quite uh, go about this, but I think um, as two people who are such champions of Mr. Kanye West... Yes. He's had a difficult year. (laughs) Um a year that has probably lost him quite a lot of a fan base. A huge amount. I mean, we think we've had a long year. Jesus, Kanye's has been long. Yeah, right. He's lived most people's lifetime within the space of 11 months. Yeah, really. He's been through the 
wars. Yeah, um, the self-inflicted wars. The self-inflicted wars. Um, I am not necessarily disappointed. Well, I am. I I think I am disappointed in him. You know, this has a resolution in the end. So just let me say some bits first. But so we were we were met with two albums from him. One that we kind of knew a bit about, and one that we knew, you know, was coming. I can't remember what the what we were told. Did we know Ye was coming out for most of the year? Yeah, well, well, we were told it was the... So you might remember a few years ago, you did Good Fridays, which were yeah. a run of um, a new song every Friday. Yeah. For I think that went on for maybe three months, something like that. Um, and he basically said he was bringing that back. He was going to do five albums on five consecutive Fridays. Um, the first one was Nar... No, the first one was Pusha T, I think, yeah. that he'd produced. Then Nars which he'd also produced. Then Yay, yeah, which was his album. I feel Kids like I'm missing one out. But then Kids See Ghosts, yeah. which was his and Cuddy's yeah. um, collaborative project. Okay. Um, so with Yay, it was an album that we liked at the time and still do. Um, but I guess I... You know, first it came to us as this kind of seven-song thing. It first yeah. maybe didn't feel quite like a full-length album. Yep. Uh, something that he he would have spent two, three years on, and that's when you're going to get kind of the best from that man. And uh, when you look back at his back catalogue as well, you just kind of wanted to get better and better. And uh, you know, we had a really good year with T Lot. Like we we loved it. It had the album of the year, I think, that year. Yeah, right? it did. Um, really, really loved it, and. He was messing about in the world, um, doing what he does worst. And um, then he brought this out, which was, it was good. But since it is released, um, I haven't really gone back to it too many times. Um, there's a few tracks on there. One of them I will play because it is my favourite track from from the record. But uh, it was really Kitsy Ghosts that stole the show. Yeah. Um, and it made me kind of love him again and think, you know, there is really something to this man. Um, yeah. all, all the stuff aside. Um, and, you know, very recently, he's kind of, seems like he's kind of just admitted that he's... Yeah, hopefully he has realised it himself and he hasn't just realised that to be liked again, he's got to do this. Um, but he seems like he's made the decision that it's best for him to kind of move on and get out of politics basically yeah i think i think he's partly realized the error of his ways i think he's partly um well he certainly seems to suggest that he believes he's been used to push agendas that aren't his own yeah how that quite marries up with going out and saying that slavery was a choice i'm not quite sure i don't know who he thinks pushed him into saying that one um but yeah he's been he's He's never not interesting, is the thing yeah. about him. And I I saw a few people and a few think pieces and whatnot talking about Ye and saying it's just boring. Yeah. And I don't think it is. You know, it, something is always going on around that man. Um, That's the thing. The, the realisation I had kind of goes on on yeah. that point is that I I thought, you know what? I will see Could See Ghosts as this separate matter, this separate thing. And I think it touches on some really great subjects and it's a really good piece of work and it's up there with some of my favourite stuff this year. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know what, yay, 
might get dropped just because of the time that it came out and what it kind of resembles and represents. Yeah. But then I thought that doesn't really mean you should stop listening to it or stop liking it just because it was from a period of time where he was being a bit odd. Um, it still holds up as something that reflects that time and that yeah. whether that's good or bad, it should still be kind of seen as yeah. like important as yeah. a piece that reflects somebody. But I think sometimes you can separate somewhat a person from their art as well. I, I, I do still maintain that, you know, just because Roger Daltrey's a big nasty Tory doesn't mean I hate the who. And, you know, just because Kanye said make America great again and wore the hat and all the rest, does that mean he's never made a good song? No, no, it doesn't. Um, I do agree with some of the sentiments where it's just like, I'll just shut up. And Mm. I don't think he was helped by the fact that at one point in time, all the cocaine in the world was inside his body. I don't think that did him any favors, but what can you do? Um, he still churns out good music and he's still, whether you like it or not, whether it's like being an onlooker looking at a car crash and being sort of morbidly fascinated or being a music fan and thinking, I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah. He's, he, I think, he's always going to keep your attention, isn't he? Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's well, just like you say, it's still interesting to see what he's going to come up with regardless of kind of what he's saying outside of music and that because we want to see what his thoughts are what he's putting down into music what he's putting down onto paper at the time yep. it's always going to be interesting regardless of what the kind of subject matter is and stuff and you know even if we disagree with it with some of that stuff or don't like it it's still important in some way um, but you know he said recently he just like you said he played with Cuddy um, the other day and he's going to announce the release date once it's done and that seems like such a obvious thing to do but such a non-Kanye thing to yeah, do no, just exactly. like well done mate <laughs> just please do that just finish it take your time on it I don't care if I have to wait another year and a half or whatever yep. release it when it's done and hopefully we have a masterpiece that we'll be talking about in one and a half two years time so um, I'm going to play a track from Yay which is Ghost Town which is one of my favourite tracks off the album Weirdly enough, it's kind of linked to um, Kids See yeah. Ghosts in some way, so that maybe says a lot about Yay. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Ghost Town. Someday, 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 I wanna lay down like God did on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, I remember three songs. Sunday, that way, yeah, way, way. Someday, that one's everybody. Someday, I wanna hit the red dot on everybody. Someday, Don't you bet it all On a path of fentanyl 
You might think they wrote you off They gon' have to rub me off Someday the drama be gone And they'll burst on Sometimes I take all the shine Talking like I drank all the wine Years ahead but way behind I'm on one, two, three, four, five No half-truths, just naked minds Caught between space and time This now is third in mind But maybe someday I've been trying To make you love me But everything I try Just takes you further from me Whoa, once again I am a child I let go, go Of everything that I know Yeah, of everything that I know younger when i'd find a band that i was really really into that i loved the last thing i wanted was for the rest of the world to find out about them like i really mm. wanted them to stay as my own prized asset um and hide them away from everyone else until the last few years when i started a podcast and it became very much in my interests for the stuff that i liked other people to like too yeah. um so now when i find a band i love I sit here and wait patiently for everyone else to catch up with me because <laughs> um, because it'd be nice if everyone really got into these bands. And one of the one such band this year has been Fontaine's DC. Do you oh, remember yeah. me yeah. playing them a, quite a while ago now with Checkless Reckless? I do. I um, they're kind of punky indie upstarts out of Dublin. Um, quite a lot to say for themselves. Um, quite political lyrics. 
sometimes quite heavy instrumentals, but they've put out a few songs this year that have been a little more stripped back, a little bit more refined too. Um, but they've had a pretty steady stream of uh, releases this year. Um, probably 10, 12 songs come out in the in the form of uh, singles and B-sides and whatnot. And every time they put something new out, I'm absolutely astonished that they're not getting more traction, that I don't hear more people talking about them. Mm. Um, so one of my big disappointments is that they've not blown up more. Um, I think... I don't know if it's just a sort of a timing thing, because I, I think back to a few years ago when the vaccines or someone like that first came on the scene, and with far less interesting songs... Um, and far less to them they kind of caught the imagination and were suddenly superstars and I just can't get my head around the fact that this hasn't happened for Fontaine's DC I don't think it helps that they've got a bit of a stupid band name yeah. um, but even so they yeah they should be way more popular than they are and it and it bugs me um, they're ne- the beginning of next year they're going on one of the most frankly ridiculous looking tours I've ever seen in my entire life I have to show you the poster in a second, Harry, because it's quite unbelievable. Like, you look at a normal set of tour dates, and even if there's, like, 20, you think, wow, that's quite a long tour. This is just relentless. Well, if it's anything like Elton John's up-and-coming tour, which I'm pretty sure will kill him. Yeah, um, I mean, he's, he's he's on tour for the next two and a half decades, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um but go out and check them out if you if you can, because they're so good live as well. They're, you know, so much energy... Um, just a real sort of joy to behold um and unlike this it's exactly my kind of music and there's not enough of it out there in my humble opinion um and yeah unlike other people on the scene they're really really doing something that's worth taking notice of their second to latest single was called hurricane laughter it came out back in august and i just love it so i'd really like to play it because i haven't on here yet so here it is Blue and red. 
That was Fontaine's DC. Our US listeners, I should just mention that they're out supporting Idols uh, on their US tour next year, which I'm just going to say is probably going to be the best gig you'll ever go to. So um, get down to that one. Uh, Harry, your third and final disappointment. Can we have it, please? We sure can, Tim. I'm hitting things with a baseball bat. Sorry if you yeah, heard that, you, listeners. I've got a baseball bat in my house for when I'm home alone. And uh, Tim has not put it down pretty much. Oh, no, I can't stop feeling in that. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> did she? No, never did. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my final pick is actually a little bit of a open the blinds, bear all thing. Oh, uh, God. That's not a thing people say, is it? Basically, uh, it's uh, it stems from a chat that me and Tim have quite often um, and have had today. And, you know, it will be completely transparent. I'm not completely transparent. Um but you know there has been times this year where it's been tricky we've we've touched on this before it's been a very full on year um a lot has been going on in our personal lives in just in in music in our creative lives in everything you could ever think of just like everyone else in the world but it's just taken its toll every now and then and my kind of disappointment is that there's things we wanted to do with the show that uh, I haven't really been able to do and also there's things I wanted to do with music that I haven't been able to do and there are times when I feel like it's uh, it gets to you a bit that you can't fit in passions 
Yeah. Because, you know, you're doing other important things. You're seeing people. You're, you know, working at a job you love and all this stuff. And it doesn't feel like you're um, doing anything wrong. It just feels like you some have, sometimes have to leave things by the wayside at times. And you don't want to. But they, they just get left. And it's difficult to kind of juggle all of these things together. We talked about this in the middle of the year uh, in our kind of refresh episode. And... Um, yeah, I think one of my biggest disappointments this year sometimes has been myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Uh, but, but also, I feel like I'm, I've done myself proud this year and a lot of other things. And so it kind of is a sh- sweet, what is it, sweet and sour? It's not <laughs> sweet and sour. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Sugar. What's the thing people say? Take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> I think this year's been very much rough and very much smooth yeah I certainly think... um more so than i thought it was going to be like i think last year went so well i think it was yeah. it was probably one of the standout years for me i think uh it probably didn't help that there was no glastonbury this year um <laughs> there wasn't there, i basically had no holiday i have pretty much had no holiday at <laughs> sounds all. like it's just dawning on you right now yeah that i've spent almost every day of my life working yeah uh and i i absolutely love what I do I couldn't think of anything better it's an absolute privilege to do what I do but Jesus is tiring (laughs) yeah yeah I think I think it's fair enough like in any creative project you're always going to come to a point where you think oh I wish I'd done more I wish I could have done more but you know there's people out there listening to this who have stuck with us all year so there's definitely nothing to be ashamed of there's nothing to be disappointed in could we do more yes will we do more Maybe, but maybe we've done what we could while we were going along. Yeah. Um, and that's all we can really do. That's all we can really do. I didn't. I didn't want to end this on a on a low note. So it is. It is uh, with a pinch of salt that I say all these things. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of earlier, um, which would have been wrong. Um, <laughs> so yeah, do take this with a pinch of salt because otherwise I am, you know, couldn't be more proud of this podcast. Couldn't be more proud of the things I do, the people I know, all of that stuff. It's just a bit rough sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. The sea is wonderful, but my, it is rough. <laughs> Hemingway said that. Did he? No. Oh. Unless I'm Hemingway. Uh, but the song I'm going for is uh, a track by Chuck Berry, and it's called Too Much Monkey Business, because sometimes going out and getting mashed really isn't the best thing to do, but you still do it. Um, and it's a good song. I just quite liked it. Nice. So this is uh, Too Much Monkey Business by Chug Berry. Running to and fro, hard working at the mill, never fail in the mill, yet come a rotten bill. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business Too much monkey business For me to be involved in Salesman talking to me Trying to run me up a creek Say you can buy it, go on, try it You can pay me next week ah. Too much monkey business Too much monkey business Too much monkey business For me to be involved in Blind, good looking Trying to get me hooked Want me to marry, get a home Settle down, write a book ah. Too much monkey business, too much monkey business, too much monkey business for me to be involved in. 
same thing every day Getting up, going to school No need of me complaining My objections overrule I Too much monkey business Too much monkey business Too much monkey business for me to be involved For telling me a tale ah, Too much monkey business Too much monkey business Too much monkey business For me to be involved in. Been to Yokohama Been fighting in the war Army bunk, army child Army crows, army car ah, Too much monkey business Too much monkey business Too much monkey business For me to be involved Working in the filling station, too many tasks. Wipe the windows, check the tires, check the oil, a dollar gas. Ha! Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business. I don't want your botheration. Get away, leave me. Too Much Monkey Business by Chuck Berry. Tim, finally, what has disappointed you this year? Well, mine kind of plays into the last one, slightly, in the fact that I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk podcast, but not necessarily our podcast, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to get on my soapbox a little bit here for a minute, so bear with me. I do apologise, it's probably not going to be the most fun thing, but it's a point I want to make. Um... Now look, I like the BBC. They're a British institution. You know, I'm talking about British Broadcasting Corporation. Um, you know, I listen to Six Music, I read their sports pages, I watch their news. Um, but this year, they've really, really massively pissed me off. Really? Recently, in the last month or so. A podcast is, in my opinion, a truly kind of DIY... DIY? DIY DIY form of media and um, the beauty of it is that anyone can grab a microphone they can very cheaply put something together make it exactly what they want put it out and you know build an audience they can climb charts they can do all these things and it's truly accessible to everyone Mm -hmm. Um, but of late I don't know if you've noticed this but you go out there, you go on any yeah. podcasting app, and they're just flooded with shite. Like, absolute <laughs> joyless, repackaged shite that is out there just for links. It's not a podcast. It's a radio show that you've just put a two-minute intro on, repackaged it, and thrown it out there. And because you've got clout behind you, you're able to draw an audience. And it absolutely makes the the people out there looking for stuff... It hides it's any... It's it, doesn't it? Yeah, completely. Um, and that... Okay, fair enough. Everyone's got a right to put out stuff out there. Fair enough. That's fine. But they've gone even further 
in the last month or two. They've put out this new app called BBC Sounds, yeah. which is essentially a podcasting platform exclusively for BBC podcasts. And they're encouraging listeners to move away from anywhere where they could possibly access anything but BBC tripe. And what they're doing is, by extension, strangling the life out of what I think is a vibrant and exciting scene here in the UK. Um, and it's really annoyed me. I know it probably sounds like I'm just whinging because it's, you know, impacting on us. To be honest, I don't even know if it particularly is impacting on us. I'm not for a second saying they haven't put some good stuff out. And they've made some actual podcasts. And yeah. that's that's fine. I've got no problem with that. But it's when, like you say, they just swamp it. They're putting out 50, 100 different things every every day because they've got six radio channels. Each of their each show throughout all of the day all gets turned into a podcast and it just completely dilutes the audience for everyone else um well i it's surely because radio or i i assume podcasts get more listeners than radio in some ways yeah i think quite possibly or if not they don't want that to happen yeah and i so basically i think that what i think they're doing is reducing the space for creativity and for independent voices in a in a place which is what the whole space is for um they're the big boys coming in and eating up the little boys and i think it's bollocks um i think the bbc sounds app is just a nail in the coffin um of all of us who do this because we love it like you say um and you know we spend our commutes and our working days and whatever listening to people and in the company of people who are doing the same I love that about podcasting and it's why I'm so passionate about what we do. Um, and anyone who sort of attacks that, which is what I feel like it is, pisses me off. So fuck the BBC. Fuck them. I'm going to boycott their podcast and I think you should too. <laughs> they're dicks and I'm not even convinced that they know it and that annoys me even more. I think they're just completely oblivious to the fact that other people might be out there. I think they think they're competing with The Guardian, but they're not. Yeah. They're competing with people like us. Anyway... Uh, so enough of that I think it's you've probably heard that I'm annoyed um, so instead of that BBC who can go fuck themselves uh, I'm going to play a BBC that I do like it's Bombay <laughs> Bicycle Club they're cool we like them do you remember them? I do yeah they were really good I'm going to play Feel because I like that song me too here it is <laughs>
There you go that was Bombay Vice Club with Feel. I feel like I've certainly exercised some demons there. I'm sorry for a little bit of a rant. No good. I'm sometimes calm now. Huh? Yeah, sometimes we need that stuff. Yeah. It's not yeah. all about jokes here. <laughs> no. It did get quite a gloomy end to the episode. No, I thought you were going to like break something to be honest. Well, it's a good job I didn't have the baseball bat in my hand anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the times I held it, I'm glad it wasn't there. All hell was about to break loose. Um but no, that does bring us to the end of what has been a slightly moany episode, but I think a good one. Yeah, I think yeah. we tried to put a uh, a good spin on most things. I think if nothing else, often, I don't know about you, but when I listen to a podcast, uh, it hasn't, the first half has probably got my complete attention. The next quarter 
got most of my attention. By the last quarter, I'm not really paying any attention anymore. So a bit of shouting at the end maybe has captured people's <laughs> yeah, attention. People like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> They've turned off their gone to BBC Sounds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's not true. It probably is, sadly. Um, so, yeah, Harry, have you got a song you'd like to go out on? I do, actually. Yeah? I want to play Good Times, Bad Times by Led Zeppelin. I think that sums up a little bit what we've been going on about. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, we, and we don't play nearly enough Led Zeppelin on this show, so no. let's finish off with that. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for that, Harry, and no thank you for being here. Um, I've been Tim I've been Harry and I've been there <laughs> this has been Tracks you've been our lovely listeners thank you very much and we will see you next week bye bye in the days of my youth I was telling what it means to be a man Yeah.